0: I've got the world's largest island.
1: And I've got the end of the world as we know it, and I feel bemused.
0: Hello there, welcome to Date Fight. It's a podcast where we take things that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against each other.
1: Yes, we do. He's Jake Yap, I'm Nat Tapley, and together we have collected two oysters of history from the seabed of time and are cracking them open with the knives of entertainment and here with us to see if there are any pearls of, I don't know, Entertainment in them is right. Entertainment, writer, broadcaster, editor, and it's Tessa Dunlop. How are you, Tessa? Hello. I'm
2: very Sorry, well. Dr. I'm lying Tessa. on my bed. Oh, well. Doctor Tessa. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we would <laughs> like to see
0: the paperwork, if that's possible.
2: No. The re- now you can just get Actually to be honest It's a reassuring time to be a doctor Because mm. even real doctors You know medical doctors Don't have a cure for Covid So actually <laughs> thus All doctors are currently useless No matter how much we give them the clap And so I actually in my bed right now I feel very secure in my historical doctor uh, New status, newfound status How are you? What's the seabed of time? Where are we going?
1: Uh, we're going to do different What sort of history would you like to hear this week? What are you
0: looking yeah, what, for? What in kind of history stories? are you into?
2: oh god it's so testing isn't it the other day I had to talk about Churchill and I said why me and they said because women never talk about war and we couldn't find anybody else
0: so, uh, pilot that's, you can think of. that's hugely encouraging isn't it
2: I thought so so I've been focusing heavily on the military you could give me something from the second world war uh, let's Ooh. see if I, if I do or maybe the, um, I, I, I enjoy the first world war that's really the wrong way to put it isn't it how to mow <laughs> down I think best well, I'll do with my best one war.
1: Yeah.
2: yes <laughs> how much more mass killing can you do
1: well, prepared to get even more excited as I bend the definite history, history to its breaking point as I take it to the 21st of June 2020. We've oh. never done one in the present year before.
0: What are and you? Come on.
1: Yeah. And that's what? because today, the day this goes out, is the day that is in the Mayan calendar, apparently the end of the world. So we might not have to do the rest of the week. We may well not have to record it. And the... Date that was recorded as the original end of the world in the That's Mayan the calendar. That's the first thing
0: you think of. <laughs>
1: yeah, we might not have to bother doing like the, the end rest of civilization.
0: Week. <laughs> global extinction. Yeah. I don't have to do date fight.
1: My <laughs> implicit laziness overcomes any concern I may have had for the future of my own children. Um, the. The date was originally meant to be the 21st of December 2012, which everyone got very worried about. But then, fortunately, this week, someone came up with a new theory that we had miscalculated the difference between the Gregorian and Julian calendars and the actual date for the end of the world, the date of an annular eclipse, was... Today, the twenty-first of June, twenty twenty. So oh, no, can I, I interrupt you here? Yeah. You've skipped. You've tripped over something really exciting.
2: Mm. Uh, I don't know why we don't make more of the difference between the Gregorian and the Julian calendars. Yeah. I've always thought this is a massive schism actually between the two Europe's, the yeah. West and the East, because you know it all happened sort of at the end of the First World War. Mm. Did you? I don't know if you were. Am I and I going into history boring? But now no, no, I'm worried. Going. No, but, but, that's what people are here for. But, but basically, um, so a lot of our allies on the Eastern Front in the First World War. Serbia and Romania all had Christmas twice right. because um, they were three weeks behind us. I think actually no, that 's not true. they were thirteen days mm. behind us um, and so Romania and so the British ambassador, who was a heavy drinker and loved goose and turkey and, and all things nice <laughs> would, would have these two christmases he 'd have his own British Christmas in the British embassy and then he 'd have the Romanian Christmas, the orthodox Christmas and actually that was all kind of smashed out of the East. They had to sort of as usual, poor old Eastern Europe had to sort of follow us. And they did, and they and after the first World war, lots of them kind of you know dumped their calendar and leapt up to ours, but still in um places like Russia and parts of Moldova, and they have this sort of second Christmas they Ooh. you know which they consider their real orthodox Christmas, so if you want a second coming or a second Christmas or a fat Santa times two, then all you have to do is <laughs> hop east It's quite good they It's a little bit on on calendars for you that's
1: great if you well, wanted the, that the, the person who worked it out. Has actually misunderstood Gregorian and Julian calendars because they said, well, there was an 11 day difference back in 1752 when, when it was, when I guess France went from one calendar to the other. Uh, oh, and so what they yeah. said is it's been 260 roughly years since then. So if it was 11 days out times 260 years, it ends up being 2,900 days out. But of course, it wasn't 11 days out for every year. It wasn't going out 11 days a year. So he's misunderstood it. And the whole thing is a nonsense story, which is on the front page of the Daily Express. Yesterday, the other top five stories on the Express yesterday were all to do with the Lady the Diana. <laughs> Lady Diana normally. <laughs> were, That's all they ever write McCanns about. Lady Diana is the new thing. They were all to do with the end of the world.
2: Oh, no. Vera Lynn. Surely they're big on Vera Lynn, the Express, I would have thought. You would have
1: hoped. But no, about the w- end of yes. the world trumps the White Cliffs of Dover
2: unbelievable oh, i mean i thought the end of i thought the end of the world was actually when you stood on the white cliffs of dover if you're an eastern european immigrant
1: but maybe not uh, so that's my thing for the most important thing on the 21st of june the end of the world jake beat
0: that i've got the 21st of june 2009 we're both going fairly contemporaneous Ooh. here but greenland mm. assumes self-rule uh it is the world 's largest island it's it 's an autonomous territory within the kingdom of Denmark, so it 's sort of like, well yeah all right we'll give you we'll let you rule yourself, but mm. we still own you um, it 's uh an extraordinary place it's uh melting
2: that 's what it's, it's doing melting. it's <laughs> lost going three green. And a half
0: trillion tons of ice since two thousand and three and the ice sheet of Greenland alone is going to raise the global sea level by one metre by 2,200. That's
1: good. Great news, no, that's great news. Why Well I'm sick, very tall. I'm more sick. than a metre tall, though, so that's fine.
0: Um, they're having a really terrible time because the, the climate yeah. is changing so rapidly there that they can't adapt to it. So they have things like husky dogs that they're having to kind of shoot because uh, they don't have any work for them and they can't support them. Um, but mm. they are planting 6,000 saplings of Siberian larch. Oh, good. Uh, the children there, uh, having admitted that uh, 10 of those trees would take 60 years to absorb the carbon produced by one return <laughs> flight from London to San Francisco. <laughs> it's... But they say it's a start <laughs> on
2: travel. Oh. On the, you know now that we can cut through the icebergs much better because they're all crashing into the sea, mm, and wonderful. so now they and they have extra tourism because the, of the clement um, weather. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, of course, have these Eskimo outfits. And we all uh, we haven't caught up in our heads. So mm. uh, the caricatures of nations have remained very fixed while the weather's changing very rapidly. Yeah. So what happens is you you get off in like twenty-one degrees centigrade onto right. the shores, the green shores of Greenland, and yeah. these. Poor men and women are dancing around, sweating to death in their Eskimo costumes. Oh. Do you know what I mean? With their dead husky <laughs> yeah. dogs wrapped around. That. I mean, it's it's yeah. actually we're laughing, but it's pitiful.
0: Mm. I, I've I've always enjoyed a traditional uh, seal skin uh, image, bikini. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a good
1: one. as we Sorry. contemplate the image of Jake in the a end seal of the skin world. bikini, I'm going to take us yeah. to man bikini. Thank birthdays. you. Happy birthday to Maria of Austria. She married her own cousin, Maximilian, um, she became Archduke of Austria. She had 16 children in a 28-year marriage, and she was Regent of Spain. Happy birthday, too, to John Doland, the 18th-century optician who invented achromatic doublets, uh, which are the kind of lens which doesn't split uh, light into separate colours, so it means you can see through it without the uh, colours all going all wobbly. Um, he invented those, became optician to the king, and joined his son's firm of opticians, which was called... Jake, what do you think John Doland's son, firm of opticians, was called? Seawell. It was Donald and Aitchison, who you can still get glasses from. Oh, yeah, if yeah, I remember yeah. them. Happy birthday to Josephine Webb. She was an electrical engineer, born in 1918. She came up with an oil-based circuit breaker, which is still used in power stations. Uh, she invented a superior format for fax machines, uh, and she is still alive. She's still going. So, it's actually, her hundred and second birthday today. Happy birthday, Josephine Webb. She's
2: beaten Vera Lynn. It's quite yes. competitive. Once you get over a hundred, <laughs> it's viciously competitive because you don't actually get another birthday card until you're 105 from oh, the Queen. Really? Yeah, because it costs too much now. To There's too she, many. She's
0: tight. Yeah, (laughs) Well, I tell you what, the seven...
2: Yeah, it is on them and she doesn't want to overdo the old imagery but yeah. actually there are apparently something like seven full-time staff now dealing with the uh, centenarian birthdays. <laughs> it's, it's costing the nation a huge <laughs> amount of money. So you get one on your 100th birthday and then one on your 105th and I think one every year after that. I like the fact she's yeah. cutting
1: back on centenarians birthday cards but more than happy to support <laughs> Prince Andrew whatever he chooses to do. Um, happy uh, death oh, no. day to Madman months the US businessman and engineer who invented all sorts of things. He designed his own cars. He invented the car stereo. Um, he pretended to be insane on television in order to sell more cars. Uh, he sold $72 million worth in one year in 1968.
2: Yeah, and then he funded loads of black market crime to make sure that car stereos carried on being stolen at slightly higher rate than we were buying them to make sure that he remained in good employment, yeah. apparently. Really? Uh, ha- yeah. If you say, Jake, if you say something with sufficient conviction and you've got doctor before I, I your name, everyone I, believes what you
0: say. I'm missing the doctorates. That's I'm legally saying. obliged to believe yeah, anything you it. say now. Is that not right?
2: <laughs> Did I tell you about the time I went on Channel 5 and they asked to see if I really was a doctor? That's another story, Jake,
1: for you and me later <laughs> and alone. Sure. <laughs> Happy death Jake, to Margaret <laughs> Herlick. She was a librarian and executive director of the, Associate, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences, and she named the Oscar because it looked just like her uncle Oscar. Also happy death day to Nikolai Rimsky-Korsakov who uh, joined the Navy at the age of 12 because he so enjoyed uh, the uh, tales of Daring Do at Sea. He started composing at the age of 10 and started decomposing at the age of 64. That's Nikolai Rimsky-Korsakov who died on this day. I don't know, 150 issues you you
2: Nathaniel, yes. do, you, do I just call you Nat? Nat or is, is it, fine. <laughs> Nat is fine. Okay, like a small bug. But um, yeah. do, you, do you spend hours practising how to say these so they trip off the tongue before we record? I or not enough gift. time
1: I spend not far time. too little time which is why I get lost halfway yeah. through most of them and end up coming to a halt that isn't one that sounds good
0: no, I think anyway. that's quite a good call actually Tess. because there, there's a few that will be you know pretty obscure and yeah. you do just you just like go yeah no, he, no big deal does he bask he's like does a proper N- little human N- what's his yeah. selection
2: process are you in this era of identity making sure that you are selecting uh, you know oh. sufficient numbers we tried. of people we
1: try we to but unfortunately there aren't okay. enough uh, women to include half and half because women <laughs> <laughs> haven't achieved enough Yeah. We, I know didn't you <laughs> sorry to laugh but you know the, the problem
2: is you know the big statue debate mm. you know all the statues of women more or less are of Queen Victoria yeah. you know mm. or and there's a couple of other you know queens rocking yeah. around but the, mm. the, I think in Edinburgh Wonderful. you know uh, yeah. So there's this thing about the poor old feminists. I mean, I suppose I'm one of them in many ways. I've benefited hugely from the free free women movement. But, but actually, you know, we can't pull down the only female statues, despite the fact they are anachronistic. You know, unelected, totally non democratic, democratic, because they're the only ones we've got. I do.
1: You could anyway. just have put up some days. new ones,
0: like you know. We could do.
1: I do with the we- and death days, End up having to do a lot of weird middle middle European princesses because. T- just, you know
2: middle european was that said with slight xenophobic disdain no it was Nat. said
1: with enjoyment I I,
2: can we I, if, you, if, I any, if this podcast has taught us
1: anything there's nothing more fascinating <laughs> than a sort of micro middle european kingdom which we could talk about can i just say that I, this yeah. is
0: this is absolutely sublime <laughs> having gone through the long cold winter of last week's date yeah, fight last week our a... guest judge julia rayside <laughs> tore me several new ones yes seeing you, you kind of raked over the coals a bit and that is I the imagine. nicest thing i can't it's like a warm blanket <laughs> well, as the
1: coal recipient i can say i'm enjoying it thoroughly
2: uh, are you together <laughs> have you gone into the same bubble you two or are you separate right no, now we
0: Just, haven't been bubbling no. No, have, no, you no. Haven't. that's a thing now isn't it
2: i thought that greenland threw up some very pressing issues mm. and i do uh, i've always been very traumatized by the idea of the sled dogs being shot um mm. Uh, the Mayan calendar I felt was something of a rabbit hole and you didn't take sufficiently seriously my East European detour I felt uh, almost overlooked Jake left the conversation doing it Jake did so uh, that was hurtful actually but I think it was a technical glitch I'm going to give Mm, him the benefit of the doubt and I look forward to wearing Eskimo boxer shorts alongside his bikini on a hot new flight to Greenland (laughs) post-Covid
1: Brilliant. Well, at the end of the first day of a new week, Jake is in the lead, one to nothing. Yes. Um Tessa, how can people find you online and what should they read look at and what, do you want them to experience <laughs> yes
2: oh dear I'm, I'm eclectic online I, I was a late adopter of social media but I've been recently doing what you've been doing because I think all middle aged people liked an excuse to talk to themselves in their bedroom so I've been doing a podcast called Behind the Front Line which has got quite military and I'm, I'm enjoying that because I was expelled from two schools and so I never obeyed a single rule so for me it's quite un, it's quite fascinating to talk to individuals who are defined by um, their regiment and their uniform and by doing what they're told because you've got to bend your neck to the politics. So behind the front line, if you would. What to? We're on it.
0: And Mm. uh, go and do that uh, while we prepare ourselves for tomorrow's date fight. (laughs) And we'll see you then. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.